You're tuning in to the Edge Podcast. The theme of this week is retrospect. Before we get started, ask yourself, what am I doing right now to get the edge? Sit back, dip your toes into some cold water, and let's get started. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another weekly episode of the Edge Podcast. How are you doing today, Jacob? Good, you? I'm pretty tired today, honestly. <laughs> I stayed up till like 3, 3.30 a.m. This, this morning, so yeah. today's been a pretty rough one. I got like four hours of sleep and uh, had to clean up my house as soon as I got up, so it's been a long day. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the reason why I wanted to go home last night is because I don't want to be part of that like hectic morning. Everybody's up, you know who didn't go home? Uh, Max. Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy sure proved how well he can uh, hold his liquor or pace himself. I don't know what it wa- which one it was, but a mixture of both. It was but honestly unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Shows up at eleven thirty. He literally went like pounds a triple. The definition of like zero to a hundred like in 10 minutes like i think record time like it took him like 10 <laughs> or 15 minutes to be yeah i think uh, yeah i think he had like seven or eight drinks in like that would half have been, an hour that would have been like wheelchaired state like, oh for sure like if like we, we would have won some money wheelchair. like <laughs> yeah like within the first half hour of us getting in the pool yeah that was funny <laughs> how so. long was it for me like um <laughs> I would say it was probably about like two and a half hours. Oh, that's good. Okay. It was pretty good. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. but you know, like we got there, like jumped in the pool, like <coughs> sun is like 35. We were like, we went and pounded some shots, had like two drinks in our hand. Like yeah, it was a little no, bit no, different I, of a vibe. I know, so <laughs> I know how it happened, but yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, well, it's, that's going to be an interesting first night for him for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. You just got to work, book some more work to make it. So I think you'll do it. A little call out I got, there. I got confidence <laughs> in him. We'll see him in Mexico. Yeah. How was your day? Pretty decent. S- scheduled some estimates. Um, lots of estimates for next week. Like a lot of people I think are going away this weekend. So I wasn't able to schedule as many uh, for, for this week, but uh, it's definitely nice to have like quite a few lined up for next week. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah, it's like getting back to like the root of the preseason where you're like wanting to book the week ahead. So even though like maybe you didn't like hit your goal for this week, that was like me last week. Like I didn't really like have a huge estimate week but then this week i had like eight set up from last week yeah um still struggling to set up for next week because again like everyone's just not answering their phones because of like the week it is but yeah it's a, it's a good rhythm to put yourself back in because then you can kind of start booking for the week after and everything yeah so yeah no I, I i definitely think like i fell off from that like probably late may or so like most of june i, I wasn't really booking a week ahead so Whereas like in the preseason, I, I was like super consistent, like, um, from probably March on like March until the end of May, I was pretty consistent with just having like literally eight to 10 estimates scheduled every Monday. Usually it was actually like 12 or 13 and then like one or two would cancel. Yeah. And I'd end up doing 11, but yeah. Um, I think I, that like, I I definitely need to get back in the swing of things if I'm going to, uh, kind of catch up to where i need to be because i've definitely fallen behind 
Well, it's like like our turning points talk last week, right? Like it's a it's a good point to kind of kick it up, up into gear again and, and just kind of continue working super hard for this next month. August obviously is a little bit more relaxed, so if you can like you know give it your full effort in July, like you can get pretty close because I know like last year. Um, or, or maybe the year before, but you booked like 50% of your summer in July, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. In, I think it was in, your first year. In my first year, year I did. Um, I think it was like 40%. I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty I significant like 40 though. grand in, in uh, July when, on a hundred. So yeah, it was, it was definitely a pretty big month. Uh, and then even last year, like I think going into July, I was booked at uh 120 or something like 120, 115, 120. Yeah. And then by the first week of uh, of of August, I was booked at like one seventy. Yeah, so, it's huge. Yeah, but which, like, in comparison to like what I had done the, the rest of the year, like that was a by far my biggest month. So. Yeah, just like a big push. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, I feel like um, now is a great time, obviously, to kind of, you know, like like we talked about last week, like it, your crews are starting to be a bit more comfortable, so you can kind of like lay off it a bit. Um, even even I'm sure Brody's kind of seen his like workload probably decrease a bit. Hey. Oh yeah, like uh, I mean I noticed like for sure the last payroll like just looking at his hours like they've uh, gone down considerably from May, um, which is good because it means he's being a lot more efficient. But uh, and I can give him more stuff to do. Um, but I think he's kind of in, I think he's been enjoying a little bit like easier going hours and you know like being able to he, he just got a new new. Uh, uh, person that he just met that he's kind of going out with. So like, I think he's <laughs> spending some time with her. So I don't think he minds it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this week was cool actually, cause we obviously had this massive heat wave and, uh, the majority of my team, like just performed this week. Like, really? Yeah. Like Brody, Brody kind of had a meeting with everybody at the very start of the week or even, I think it was like Sunday actually that he talked to everybody, but just kind of hyping everybody up and saying, Hey, like we're not going to be able to get in the same amount of hours, like numbers wise that we usually do. Like we might be looking at six or seven hour days compared to like eight to 10. Um, so we really need to like, just be fucking efficient. Like we need to like put our nose, like, cause if we're going to get things done this week, yeah. Like, um, we have a shorter window to do it. All right. Because like I didn't have anybody working past like one o'clock or two o'clock kind of thing. Uh, because of it was like it was i mean we were we were almost at 40 degrees one day i think like 32 days yeah yeah so and and yeah everybody like just crushed it this week it was pretty awesome like uh to see and uh, i think not only was it good to see like people kind of coming like overcoming that adversity but it also like kind of showed people that they actually can work at a much faster pace yeah than they usually do and so. that might be like a huge turning point for the rest of the summer for them right yeah, well, they can so, like for for the next month. Like, I think they're going to be able to really start crushing to use the jobs. momentum. Yeah, yeah, so. that's awesome. Yeah, I I found the same thing this week with my people. Like, same thing. We had like a pep talk at the start of the week. Just you know, like this week, it's not going to be the best week of your summer. Obviously, like having to wake up at five a.m. to go to work to start at six because of the heat wave. But um, you know, like we need to get as much effort as possible out of you for the six to seven hours that you're on the site. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I, I don't want you to work on the weekend, you know, obviously. So we just need to be that little bit more efficient to be able to get those extra hours in th- without actually having to work them. Um, and like pretty much every crew has performed except the one that's leaving tomorrow. 
Right. So, yeah, yeah. And, and they've caused a lot of issues this last week. So. When, yeah, I mean, that happens. Obviously, they, my crew kind of checks out like that mentally. Like, obviously, it's tough to, how, how can you really motivate that? But, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a pretty cool week just seeing that, uh, seeing people kind of just put their nose down or put their heads down and, and really like pound it out the way they did. Yeah, it's cool. Do you think like all of your jobs are like on time? Are they like behind or? Uh, yeah, they're, they're all like ahead of time actually. Like, I mean, the thing is, is, uh, us finishing the jobs that we had scheduled this week was like basically predicated upon like everybody beating the budget by quite a bit. Yeah. Fair. So it was a bit of a, I was kind of hedging my bets with, uh, <laughs> the jobs that I had scheduled for this week. And like I said, everybody kind of came through and, uh, everybody kind of, it, it was, it was good. It, like, or it was, it was good. Cause like I, you know like showed up to a couple job sites and everybody was just super dialed in. Like everybody kind of like different from other job site visits I've done. Like everybody kind of knew what was going on and understood what we were asking of them. And yeah, like it was, so it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was just cool to see that. Cause I haven't really seen uh, a lot of that from most of my team this year. So yeah, it's awesome. And like, sometimes it's something like that that needs to kick them into gear. Right. Yeah. So that, that's fantastic. And, um, like how's your last couple of weeks been with, and I know you, we talked about quotes a little bit, but like, how have your sales been? Like, do you feel like you've been on a good trend with them recently or no, no. I mean, like it's, it's actually funny cause a couple of people, uh, have asked me like what's been going on. Cause they've been like, yeah, I've noticed like you haven't really been going up too much like week to week. Um, and yeah, I mean like it's, it's totally true. Like there isn't really like a necessarily a rhyme or a reason for it. Like I think I've just kind of fallen off. Like I said before, like have your leads been like still pretty consistent? Like, or is like like, that input like kind of lesser and that's affecting it? Yeah. That's the main thing that's gone down. Okay. Um, not doing as many estimates because I don't have as many leads last week. I got quite a few leads, uh, for the first time. And that's kind of, I, I was hoping that this week could be a better week. Um, but unfortunately like a lot of the, like I said, I calling people to schedule estimates this week. Like so many people are away, uh, for, for this week. And so like, it's good. Next week will be great. Um, but so like with the leads that you do have, like, is the, like, how is the quality of those leads? Is it like just cold calls or is it like referrals or like web or office or a lot of cold call leads, some office leads. Um, like I'm finding when I go cold calling, like, especially, that night I actually am getting a lot of office leads. Like I'll get like, I'll go cold calling like, or like I'll have like two people go cold calling and I'll get like one office lead that night. Um, so that's, that's definitely, and plus like however many cold call leads. So, um, the quality leads like, okay. Like, yeah. But, and then cause that's it, a big thing, right? Yeah. Like the, the quality of the leads that you're bringing in. Um, obviously like, you, me, and and a lot of other franchise owners in the company, like, solely base our, like, sales off the round. Like, the notion of, like, cold call being, like, the central portion yeah. of, of lead yeah. input. So, like, obviously that quality of a lead is not near, like, that of, like, an office lead or a money letter lead or, like, a referral. So, maybe it's about, like, really reaching out to your network and trying to get some more of those kind of leads. Have you thought about, like maybe calling past clients that like you've worked on this year and saying, Hey, like just wanted to follow up, make sure you guys are still super happy with it. And just wondering if you knew anyone else who was thinking of painting this summer. Cause we're trying to fill the last month and wanted to just reach out to all of my clients from the summer. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good idea. Cause we've already, com- uh, we've already completed like 60 projects. 
So um, that's definitely not a terrible idea. Um, I think, I, I feel like especially, like I feel like that's uh, one thing that you've like gotten a lot more of than me. Because my, my, my cold call, sale, I think we're similar in how much sales we've done cold calling wise. Like, Yeah, I've done like what are you 145 or somewhere around I've there. I've done like 135. Yeah. Um, so obviously where you've split is like you've gotten a lot more leads like online or office and referrals and that kind of thing. Referrals is my second biggest, yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. I, I've, I don't think I've even gotten any sales from referral. I think I've gotten like two. I think we're like family. Really? Sales-wise, yeah. Yeah, so. Hmm. Yeah, my mom's been a super big help with that, obviously, the industry she's in. Yeah. I would say she's probably referred about like 15 grand to me. Wow. Um, obviously, it's still like my job to book those jobs but referrals are always going to be a bit easier um but yeah like just literally asking clients like a week or two after you know just yeah. like a kind follow-up because like i'm not like the huge face on site anymore with this yeah, with this year totally. so yeah. a nice like kind follow-up and like me asking like hey like do you have anyone who needs painting like probably got 10 or 12 leads from doing that and booked like 10 of them for, like, wow probably like okay. 85 90 percent of those and at an average shop size of three K that's like an extra 30 grand just from a f- couple cold like phone calls. Right. Yeah. So yeah, wow. I would say, I would say that's probably like the biggest one for me. Yeah. 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 I know that, that that's great. Um, that's definitely something I'll, I'll put in action this week. Cause yeah, like I, I, I think next week's going to be a good week. I, like I said, I have uh, right now I have seven estimates scheduled and I'm planning on scheduling a few more tomorrow. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if I could get more referrals, like that would just be great. Like quality wise, obviously, like that's just so much higher. So yeah, of course it's like, like when you see a money letter lead come in or like whatever, like you, you see that and instantly you think like I have probably 40% better chance of booking this than a cold call lead. Yeah, exactly. Cause they've come to you. Right. So same yeah. thing. Like, and that's like a big, I think that's a huge misconception is like quantity over quality. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously like with the leaderboards that we see, a lot of people are like so stressed out about like doing so many quotes and like bringing in all these leads. But like, I would rather have a hundred referral leads than 300 cold call leads. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You yeah, know, cause your broken percentage is going to be like 90. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like the average job size is typically bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Just cause they trust you with doing more work. Right. Yeah, so, absolutely. There's a lot of little things in there. And then obviously like with, with the quality of jobs that you're getting, like you're also able to charge more, which means your profitability is going to be a bit better. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's always nice. Um, cause that's a big thing. I, again, like I think a lot of like misconception around like, Studentworks as a whole is that like we got to do like as many sales as possible, but like something in the background is like it doesn't matter what you sell; it matters like what you make on it, right? Absolutely, yeah. Right, like uh, like it's John's John Morgan's like uh, line of like you don't have like a royalty problem; you have a profitability problem. You know? No, I think it's a sale. I I think you quoted him wrong. Is it? I think he says you don't have a royalty problem; you have a sales problem. Oh. Not, yeah, I, know, I get your point, but yeah, I, I'm I just saying I, I'm pretty profit. sure you're misquoting okay. him there. Yeah, <laughs> oops, well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's true, like a lot of people look at like, You've got, I mean, yeah, sales, whether it's, like obviously making more sales is great, but yeah, like you want to make good money on it. Um, I think it's, it's a little bit more, like it depends on the size of your business, right? Like per se, because I think if you're running... Like, in my opinion, I, I don't uh, sweat a lot of, like, small things. Uh, there's some there's certain things that I, like, pay extra money for, for, like, 
ease, you know, just like for, for things to run a bit smoother. But if I was running like a hundred, hundred thousand dollar business, like spending a thousand dollars on a hundred thousand dollar business is 1%. Spending a thousand dollars on like a $300,000 business is like a, th- a third of a smart percent, investment. Right? It's yeah. like, it's a, it's a different thing. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think like you got a penny pinch, but like, and, and not, not necessarily a penny pinch, but like, just be smart. And a lot of it has to do with booking, you know, like making good money. You, you can be great at budgeting and you can be great at like, you know, and, and all that stuff. But like, ultimately if you're sale, like if you're, if you're not charging enough, then there's only so much you can budget for. Right. Yeah. And that's why it's important to like have the dignity of like not dropping your retail rate. If someone asks you, you know, like, Oh, yeah. like what about like two grand? Like let's round it to two instead of 2,300. Like when you do that, very consistently like you're losing that extra profitability that acts as a cushion of if something was to go wrong like a gallon of paint was to spill yeah or yeah. like you have to pay by credit card like that all kind of takes into account because another big thing is like the number that you see on your cover sheet doesn't take into account how much you're spending on credit card fees so if you have like a shit ton of credit card fees like your profit isn't actually accurate right yeah, yeah. and if you're buying a lot of stuff on the outside of your business it's still not accurate and that's why like they have those tools in simon where you can input your fixed expenses yeah like power washer or sprayer or whatever so you can actually see like what your profitability is and it'll like take it off what you're making which like really helps obviously right but yeah it's definitely like a big thing of like the quality of lead means that you can actually charge more which helps your business actually become more profitable yeah yeah Yeah. and and yeah who doesn't want to make more money so no exactly so Yeah. yeah but um yeah i think uh that's like it's it's a super important part of the summer now that we're kind of running into the second half where like your royalty starts to drop a bit and you start to actually make some more money that's yeah. where you're going to see a lot of that kind of catch up so it's just kind of like a very important thing to keep in mind and like actually understand cuz another thing is like i think a lot of people again i could be assuming but don't understand their money like they like they see a cover sheet and they have no idea what that number means yeah well it's also even like um understanding how much money you can make like by doing more like it seems like that's a super common thing like like what what do you mean well uh, it seems like people like don't seem to understand like how much money they actually can make you know like if you make thirty thousand dollars or twenty five thousand dollars like off of a hundred thousand dollars you like you know, and, and, and reasonably so you would assume that you're going to make $50,000 off of 200, but that's not the case. Right. And like, I think, uh, that that's an important thing to understand as well, that like people kind of get wrong, um, when they're, cause you're right. Like the second half of, your, of the summer is where you make like so much more money. Like you don't see it all because a lot of it's, it's, it's mostly in the royalty kickback. Right. But like it's, uh, <clears throat> That's something that's not on your cover sheet, right? Well, yeah, I'm looking at your cover sheet in August and like you've produced say 300 grand and your, your cover sheet does not say that you've made 30% and like that was your goal. But like, and, th- and then maybe your mindset's, I didn't make as much money as I wanted to. And then you're like, nice, like 25 grand kickback comes back and you're like, oh, there it is. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like a very hidden thing. And yeah. I think, uh, like even when people submit payrolls, like, um, it says that they made like five grand and they're like, well, why did I only make five grand when my payroll was 25 grand? Like, well, I, I had like uh, a, a couple weeks back, uh, my, the payroll before this last payroll, so two payrolls ago, 
um, I looked at my cover sheet and it said uh, I like 21% or no, 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 like 19.7% or something like that. Like it was like stupid high paint and supplies yeah. on that payroll. And I was like, what the fuck? Like there is no way that we, like I, I never, and I've had trained Brody, like I, he understands like there's no, we didn't have any big purchases like the, like a sprayer or anything like that. Like <laughs> it just made no sense to me. Um, and then I realized that it was probably just the paint store not like like billing me like um, for like the pre like whatever it was like the next month or whatever because my next payroll I had like zero percent yeah in uh, and then it leveled back out yeah exactly so um, it's understand like noticing little things like that and not just immediately like like cause you can reconcile it whatever but like it, understanding that and that's the importance of cash flow obviously like. That's why we can't take out all the money that we have. Because if I just had taken out all the money that I supposedly have to, available to me, I'd be in the negatives in that for that payroll, right? Because like I'm paying for paint that doesn't, like I I haven't yeah uh, actually paid for it. like yeah I'm, my my bills are being paid with money that hasn't come in, you know? Yeah, that's like my golden rule is just like leave as much money in there as possible. Like just take out what you need because like yeah. very like even if you have like you know, whatever, 50 grand in your bank. Like, obviously you don't need that. There's no way that you're going to need 50 grand, um, to pay payroll or paint expenses. But if it's there, it's just like, you don't have to think about it. You know, you yeah, don't have like, to worry about anything coming through your account and like it going into the negative. I was talking to somebody about this, uh, last year. Um, cause it, it was a rookie, I think. And, and, uh, I, I was explaining that my, I'd only taken, it was like August and I only taken out like three grand in the summer. <laughs> Nice. And I had like a shit ton of cash in my, in my account. And, and this guy was like, well, why don't you take all of it out? Like you could just like, you could make money off of it by like investing it right away. And I was like, eh, like <laughs> a little bit, like I'm not going to, I'm not sure. going to make that much off of it in the next month. Like it's, it's and an, ex- and I just explained to him that whole cash flow thing. And like, you know, what if there's an unexpected bill that you like that the paint store forgot to charge you from like a month ago? Cause that's, that happens sometimes where they just like mess it up or whatever. Or, uh, or, um, we had the home show last year and they, I, I think they often will charge you for the home show, like in July or August yeah. or safety training. Like, yeah, and same with like the jackets and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like they'll, they'll charge it for, to you like later in the year. And like, if you're not expecting that and you've taken out all your money, then like, you know, again, you have a negative account and what do you do about that? You're going to have to pay it back anyway. So it's just like, yeah. 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 It's very important. <laughs> um, Cash flow. very, very misunderstood, I think. So, yeah. Well, I also wanted to like talk to you today about just like, kind of like, I guess like an overall concept of like how you got to like where you are right now in the summer. Cause I think like it's, it's always kind of cool to just recap what we've done up to this point. Like what, made you kind of like get to like where you're at at this point and maybe like what you could change what could you have done really well so like with regards to like your business as a whole like what do you think you've like implemented like super well this year uh i don't know i i, I yeah i really don't know i think like my cold calling like in past years i've never hired anybody so having that like having people working for me cold calling like consistently has been able like been made me able to like bring in the leads that I have yeah um, I think that's like the number one thing like 
that I was doing super well in the preseason. Again, like I fell off from a lot of things I was doing in the preseason, um, sales wise that, that made me successful. So, I mean, I'd say that's been a big part of my, you know, journey up to this point. Do you think it's like just because most of your cold callers were like painters pretty much? So like when you lost that input source of like eight people going out every week, like part, yeah, it was part of that. Like another part of it is like, I just stopped like trying like for a little bit, you know, like it literally just stopped. Like I didn't try to hire anybody new and I, I wasn't trying to, um, you know, I wasn't like flyer dropping and I wasn't like sending out money letters and that kind of thing. So I just kind of stopped, you know, was your focus just like in production or was it just like a, like Uh, effort or like exhaustion or no, well, it was like production, uh, like, you know, like it was like, it's a, it's like a, a combination of like personal stuff and like just being in production and like being too much in there, you know, but like too involved. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about too involved, but like, um yeah i guess i guess like allowing it to still stress me out kind of thing and yeah that was like definitely a hump well i know in may like that was a big thing for you yeah and then like we all kind of talked about like with the production manager zoom exactly like specifically about like how much you can actually delegate and like what your role should be versus yeah. brody's and like I, I know that like really like separated that gap for you so that was yeah no pretty that was cool. great yeah yeah so i mean it's been a lot of learning you know but well, that's the crazy thing. Like, I think it's, it's, uh, coming back to Stuart's is like a huge thing. And obviously we're all going to be getting our sign back papers soon. And it's like, like Corey said on our last zoom call, like it's, it's a huge thing to think about, especially if you've had a bad year, you know, like, like the maxes of the world, like, right. Like you have just cause you have like one bad experience. Like if you look at it as a way that like, there's so much to learn, it's great. And like, think one like big thing that people miss with this is like after one or two years they think that they've got all they can just because they've like done decently but like every year you learn so much more about like how to improve and like not just like as a painter but like as a business owner like as like a a person overall like as a investor like whatever that may be right yeah and you get to surround yourself with like new people which is pretty cool because there's so many like different like mindsets that you get to come across and, and meet and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's definitely, and, and I think like just remembering it's like, it is so hard to like, like it's such a long, like, it, you know, it's only eight months, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's definitely a long, long time to, to stick with things, you know? And, uh, like, to, to go through the first year and then not, not even like go come back for a second year, I think is like a huge mistake. A lot of people make, um, cause you, you make, I mean, I think you can attest like your, you, probably your easiest going year was your second year, right? Like you did, you, you yeah, your, your sure. second year, like was so smooth. Like you weren't even expecting it to be that smooth. Were you? No, like, no. Yeah. It was like sales came pretty naturally. Like I had a bit more money to spend on marketing cause I saved it and I yeah. didn't just go spend it in the, in the off season, which is obviously super important like being smart with your money after student works. Um, and we'll definitely yeah. talk about that on another episode, but, um, yeah, like my second year I had, I just had like that financial input to like, just make my year so much easier. And yeah. obviously like the effort level was just as high, but like having that extra, like, cash flow to like have another cold caller come out with me and like send those extra money letters out and like 
pay for those extra door hangers or whatever, right? Um, just like as a whole business, like, yeah, definitely. I think my second year was like much smoother and much easier than I would have expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and that, and that, that's how it is. Like, and you don't have to buy as much equipment, like right off the bat, like, you, you know, everybody's invested all this money into ladders and maybe you bought a sprayer, like even, uh, you, you've got two crew, one or two crew kits, right? Yeah. Most first years, like all this stuff like why wouldn't you come back for another year right like well there's so much like it's it's not even like a just like a financial input of like how much stuff you have but like the learning curve you go through like yeah. i think with the student works learning curve it's it's much steeper than a lot of work that you do because oh, you're getting thrown into having to like know how to do everything instead absolutely, of just yeah. like this program at this place done but it's even like um my first estimates in my first year was like the second week of february like february 15th or something yeah Uh, like you know last year my second and my and then this year like i was able to make i made my first sale both years like in january yeah like that's that's a huge thing just being able to start that before early you know and and not having to learn that obviously and then and you also like i i don't know very many people who just do their first 20 estimates and book at a 70 to 60 to 70 percent like that doesn't happen it's usually like 30 <laughs> 30 to 50 yeah. percent because like you don't know what you're doing right for those first 20 estimates um so a lot of those estimates are basically just throwaways right yeah um, just learning and and yeah saying the wrong learning. things and figuring out like oh that's not what i should say yeah. yeah so like not having that in your in your set well i mean obviously I had that a bit in my, fir- in my third year here. Like obviously yeah. that, that was a huge thing uh, that I kind of like overcame. It's important to know that you don't know everything, but it was a lot easier. I, I was able to kind of rehash things and really change things within, within the course of like a week. Whereas uh, instead of over the course of 20 estimates, the way you do in your first year. So yeah, production, you, you can start production whenever you want kind of thing. Not whenever you want, but like you can start it in uh, earlier May on the first week of May. It doesn't yeah. matter when your DM is able to come out. Like, cause a lot of people, a lot of rookies don't start until like May 10th or like May, May 11th. Right. Yeah. Sometimes even later. Yeah. And that's a big, like, that's a window that you could, you could have been producing and making money, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like all these different things, like as a rookie, like to not come back, it's just like, doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to obviously enjoy what you're doing, but there's I also certain- understand like there, there's life, like maybe you're going to law school next year. Right? Yeah. And it was like, you absolutely were only doing this for one year. Cause like, you know, you can't do both. You can't do law school. I mean, yeah. maybe you could, but life, you know, I, I understand if, if life just has a different plan for you, but yeah, well definitely. And I think, uh, one big thing is like either you like do great and you want to come back cause you see the potential of like how much money you can make. Like, if you had things organized, your summer probably went fairly smooth and you like realize like probably around now, around the July time frame, um, how, how much easier it is. And like, if you can take like that mindset and go into next year, like obviously May is always dif- difficult, but then if you have that like steep learning curve of like figuring out like even the simple things, like how to put a ladder on your car properly or like how to stay organized or how to put your schedule together, like all of these things, like just make your second summer so much easier. Yeah. And like, even if you fell short of like what you wanted to do in your first year, again, we still have two months to turn it around, but like by say September 1st, you're not really where you wanted to be. Um, 
but you know there's potential to learn like that's also a huge reason to always kind of like come back try it again figure out like what what you could do better and like how to improve it and that's gonna like just excel your future so much further than you can imagine yeah because me, me and jordan were together today and we were talking about how um uh, like in particular, we we're talking about how my old district manager, Kathy, like joined this real estate business and uh, they're like training them on how to do things. And she was just kind of explaining to me when I was talking to her last, like how much better student work systems are than a lot of other like programs out there. Like they like know their shit and like they have everything set for you. And I, I think like once you like do this and you get out there, you realize like how much support and how much like things are set up for you to like succeed and excel and like be amazing at like this thing so i think it's that's also like a very important thing well and there's there's uh there, there's so much less trial by error like a lot of people have to go start painting businesses and like learn a lot of this shit by f- like fucking it up right like by ordering the wrong paint or uh not doing like i was you know it's it's no company like well not no company but so many painters don't do test patches i was listening to this guy in the paint store the other day like just bitching about like he's you know he's like he's like oh like clients always like you know they, they'll tell me blue and then i go get blue and then like i paint their house like i painted this one house and like they ended up not liking the blue and i was like well what do you mean they they told you blue and so you were like cool i'm gonna go get blue like and, and that's basically what he was saying like he was saying he did that that's and, crazy and he was, like, bitching cause he's like oh, i had to like repaint our whole house and i was like well no shit dude like <laughs> why would you not even clear the color with her but yeah like, and i'm a part of this facebook group um it's called painting contractors Jordan. yeah i have that yeah yeah the amount of things i see on there is just astounding Love, yeah. like just people like and this is the most frustrating thing is like the amount of painters that don't even know how to price things yeah because like yeah. we lose so many quotes to people who are like so underbid on us and yeah. it's like they don't even know how to price this properly no shit we lost the bid to them really. yeah or like well, i i lost a bid to a guy like last week who like I was like $2,800 that I quoted this guy and the guy, the other guy was like 2,400. And you know, when, when I kind of was at, like, when he told me that I was kind of asking him like, okay, like it, is he like, you know, what products he's using? Is he going to power wash it? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I think like the reason we're getting a good price is cause like he, uh, like we got referred by like another friend to him and whatever. So we're getting like a special deal. And I was like, that's bullshit. Like if you're a referral, he's, he's definitely going to charge you more. Like, yeah. Th- like there's something missing. Right. Especially cause like he's really close to me. Like mm-hmm. it's uh and it was a pretty simple job. It was like a fence and a deck kind of thing. So, but uh, yeah, it's just frustrating. Like people that a lot of painters will just like pick numbers based on what they think they can paint. Or previous jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, I've done a fence like this and it was like three grand. It's like three grand. Yeah. It's like, no, like you need to walk it out. You need to calculate prep, power washing, what products they're using. You got guys out there charging $70 per gallon flat. You know, yeah. like we don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it's very funny. Um, just the different levels of like systems that are out there and like how companies kind of use them with their people. Yeah. Yeah. Appropriately or not. But it's definitely cool. I think like a common feedback, at least for my business, and I'm sure for a lot of other franchise owners is uh, that is um, people hired us to help students but they were you know like pleasantly surprised by the professionalism yeah agreed like yeah. i hear that all the time like yeah i was you know hired you guys to help but like you guys are super professional and like i was a little surprised by that you know it's just interesting that 
you know. Well, like, yeah, the level of quality, like when we were, me and Jordan were talking today too, we were talking about how uh, Jason in Chilliwack, um, he showed up to this quote for these people and uh, showed up on time, obviously, like we do. And the client was just like, oh, like, thank you so much for showing up. Like we've contacted so many people and you're the first one who's actually came. It's like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> it's as simple as like taking a call, setting a time and day and just showing up for it. And like, sometimes that's all you really need. Like, yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Like the, the opportunity that, that we have at StudentWorks is pretty cool. Like you just have to kind of use your, your tools, right? Like obviously like StudentWorks is great, but it, they don't just hand you sales or anything like that. Like you do have to work for it, but they hand you like basically a book on how to do everything like <laughs> yeah page by page and it was yeah. funny when they brought me on the zoom just to talk about sales for the last couple of weeks because of like how they've been going and like what i'm doing is literally just what's written in these pages yeah. that they give us in january but like s- people seem to forget like the simplest of things yeah you know it's just like it's a, it is about truly just doing what those things say and like not trying to like make your own systems because like these people have been doing this for 30 years. Like they know what works and, and like, they, and they update them almost every year. Like, yeah. But they also have 150 of us to like trial things. on. Yeah. So like if they see something that works, they're going to add it and yeah. that's going to be it. like, it's going to be added, but like kind of trying to like make up your own like little systems or like your secret sauce or whatever to like make things work like small things here and there. Yeah. But like overall, like they give us a book that tells us how to do things like well, like really well. Well, and they take feedback as well like oh yeah if you, if you spot something like that you think could be a good idea you can always tell your dm or, or whatever and they'll bring it up you know and like and if if they'll vote like they'll we'll think about it and if they decide it's something that's worth implementing then they'll do it like oh yeah it's constantly growing i think that's why like obviously we've grown like we grow consistently like every year right in, mm-hmm. in revenue and yeah well yeah and just like the people around us too right like even for my first year, like the people who have stuck around, like the amount of growth that I've seen in the people around me is like amazing. And, and it's kind of really cool to be in an environment like that, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, in my, my first year class, I, I, there's quite a few of us still around um, in my first year class, but it's interesting because a lot of us were super, super close. Like I think like there was like 10 of us that were right around a hundred grand, like somewhere between a hundred to 115 or maybe it was like between 95 and like 115. And then there was like three people who were a lot higher, but so many, like literally it's weird. We've all had like last year, uh, there was like six of us. Literally, if you looked on the leaderboard, it was like, we were all next to each other on the leaderboard all who did between 195 to like 215 i think was the bi- biggest one like that's crazy and then this year same kind of kind of story like there's so many uh third years that are right around like it's looking like a lot of third years are going to finish right around that you know like th- 300 to 350 some even 400 mark yeah you know? it's it's pretty cool like a steady growth from like the same set of people that uh came in at the same time yeah it's it's yeah it's very cool i think my first year class like there's not a lot of us left i don't think so no i think uh gavin is your year right mm-hmm. faith um, michaela faith yeah faith michaela um a couple more people in BC. but like if you look at uh the mexico board like the fourth years um 
when I look at those, it's uh, there's not a lot of people that like I know are from my year, which yeah. is really, yeah. really strange. But I guess like as you go further in, less people. Yeah, around. there's less fourth years, right? Than yeah. there are like third years. And, and then that fifth kind of years, thing. there's like seven of them or whatever. So yeah. I feel like a lot of people do it for three years and then stop. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a super, what, probably the most common year to quit or not come back. Yeah, just life, right? Yeah, yeah, because you probably get recruited like maybe in your first or second year of a university. And so yeah. after your third year, like you should be graduating or so. Yeah. 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 It's definitely interesting, but um, I definitely think it's a, it's a important thing to think about. Like, in, and, and like Corey said, like it's really important, like sit down, really think about like, like the positives and negatives of the summer or the pros and cons of coming back. Like, as someone who's like super bought in to to the company and like what they stand for, I would definitely say that like it's always it would it's always a great decision to come back. Obviously, yeah. um, even just talking to other people is mm-hmm. always good. Like sometimes it's as simple as that. Like talking to yeah, if you if you had a bad year, call someone who had a shitty year last year and stuck around. Talk yeah. to them about like what changed, what they did, like why they came back. Like these are all like resources that we have. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I just think uh, I think it's something to think about. Like now that we're moving into July, obviously, um, like I said, we're getting these these papers soon on like are you sending back or not, and you know, waiting too long kind of does affect the bonuses that you have, as mentioned. So, you know, obviously, there's a lot of us who are just not gonna probably think about it and just are ready to go. But if it's a if it's a tough decision, you know, like really think about like. And, and maybe talk to people and think about like what you could really do next year. That's going to make your year easier or better or bigger or whatever that kind of looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So like, honestly, like call, like, like I think it's, it's good if you're on the fence, like call other franchisees, like, um, cause I think just talking to DM, like people might roll their eyes and just be like, yeah, like you're trying to make me stay kind of thing. But like another franchise owner, there's like no reason for me to convince you to, to, to stay. Like, yeah, I'm, no not reason. Getting any, I, I'm not getting any money for it, but like, I'm going to like if you <laughs> if you come talk to me, I'm totally gonna try my best to get you to come back because I I believe in it 100 percent and I feel like that says something you know. Of course, and like you see so many people around you that it's working for, so like why can't it work for you? Yeah, you know like small tweaks to your business, small tweaks to your habits, your schedule, whatever that looks like, um, obviously really impact how your next year goes. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's all I got really on this conversation. Do you have anything to add? no no all right awesome well thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today hopefully you guys got something out of our discussion and uh, we will chat with you guys next week hey listeners thank you for tuning in this week if you enjoyed the episode feel free to click the subscribe button and give us a follow at The Edge Pod on Instagram. We hope you have an amazing week. Push for your goals. And remember, stay off your ass.